This is Monday Morning Meditations number 234 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. Death spares no man. Are you ready? Rising Man family. Woo! Good morning. Jetty Azuma here behind the mic again for another MMM coming your way. Before we jump into the MMM, two reminders. Number one, if you are not yet a part of our Rising Man Brotherhood community, Take a moment, pause the episode, go over to risingman.org slash brotherhood, register at the free level, the spark level to get yourself in there so you can at least get tapped into the community, all of our community calls, all of the telegram spaces that we're talking about, jamming about. And if you are looking forward to joining us for a four-day solo wilderness fast, a ceremonial rite of passage, it's happening. Compass is open for the spring semester. We got spots. We're going to be in Austin. We're going to be in California times two. We're going to be on the East Coast, all over. So go over to risingman.org slash compass to get yourself registered today. All right. Today's topic is, are you ready for death? Rise up. What's your relationship with death and dying? Think about that for a second. Have you ever actually been with somebody as they pass? The moment that they go from life into death? Have you ever witnessed life leave a body? When you think about death, when you think about your own death and contemplate your own mortality, how does it make you feel? Is that something that you're actually accepting? There's a man named Stephen Jenkinson who's been a guest on the podcast who just has an extraordinary perspective on death that, frankly, I don't think enough of us talk about. And in reality, I think most of us have been sheltered from the experience of death on this planet. And when I've talked with Stephen, he reminds me that even myself, thinking that I have accepted my death, would the actions that I take in my life actually reflect that? And I've really thought about this. And I look at myself and I look at other people operating in the world today. We're living as though we expect to live tomorrow as well. I would call that a first world problem. Those of us who could expect and believe that we're going to live into our 70s and 80s because that's the average life expectancy now, we just assume that tomorrow's going to come and tomorrow's going to go and it's just going to be another day. But what's our relationship with death and dying? How many of us get so uncomfortable with the loss of life, our resistance to grief and experiencing loss, a loved one, a partner, a parent, a child, These experiences can be so painful, but not too long ago, and in fact, still in many parts of the world, death is a day-to-day ordinary occurrence. So what's the impact that that has on us? I really think about this a lot. How has my relationship with death been altered by the way I've been exposed or protected from death? And just look at how death typically happens. People get sick, They go to hospitals, they die in hospitals, and the next time we see them, they're a cold, stiff, rigid body with their eyes closed in a casket. That's not building a relationship with something. That's avoiding it and then creating a a viewing of it, the aftermath. But what are we missing? What are we missing when we're not getting closer to this fundamental experience of life that if there's any guarantee, it's that every single one of us is going to experience this at some point. Most likely, we'll experience the death or loss of a loved one before we experience our own. And losing somebody is very different than dying ourselves. But each of those experiences is is part of, of life itself. It's part of the human experience. And I realized that I've been so distanced from this, and I'm one of those people who has been in the room with somebody when they pass away and witness the last breath that a body takes and what happens to a body when it moves from life and into death. It's, it's, a, it's an experience that's so difficult to describe. 
And in some ways it was really sad. It was really emotional because it was somebody that I'd grown to be really fond of and had a lot of love for. And at the same time, it was so beautiful and simple. Everything else in the world disappeared for that hour that I was in the room with this person and their family. Every other concern or worry I had was just gone. So if there's one thing that death and dying does for us is it brings us back to the present moment. I don't need to speak too much about how we could benefit from a little more presence in the world today. But even just having a relationship and acknowledging death and mortality, talking about it with our children, that's something that we protect our children from by the way we talk about death as though it's some faraway thing, when in reality, it could come for any single one of us today or tomorrow. And what would that mean? If I keep pretending that it's not coming, if I keep pretending that it might not happen to me or it might not happen to someone I love in my family, hoping that it won't happen, then I certainly won't be prepared for it when it comes. And how much can you actually prepare for losing somebody or dying ourselves? I don't really know. I don't, I don't know what preparing for those things looks like. And having been close to death and grief and loss of people that I really care about, I know that there's no preparation or repetitions that I can do to get myself ready to make that experience easier. It's more an acknowledgement that it will come, an acceptance that it will happen. And maybe, just maybe, if I can move into a real radical acceptance of my own mortality and the mortality of everyone around me, the impermanence of all life and all things, maybe that would influence the way I take action in my life. Maybe that would change the decisions that I make, the way that I spend time with my children after a long day of work. Maybe that would affect my willingness to put more time and energy into the legacy that I want to leave, or the way that I kiss my wife before we go to bed at night, or the way that I hug my children when I tell them a goodnight story. Maybe. Maybe that would add a little bit more of myself knowing or believing that today could be the last day for me, could be the last day for them. So why not put all of myself into my experience? Why not put all of my energy, all of my love, all of my heart, soul, body, mind, and spirit into everything that I do? Because I'm expecting that I'm going to have another chance to do it tomorrow. I'll get to that later. I'll get to that another day. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year is when I'm going to really start putting my whole heart and soul into the people and the things that I care about most. But what if next year doesn't come? Do you really want to wait around and see? Do you really want to keep punting and procrastinating, giving full energy and vitality and love into everything that you, that you do? I'm saying this to myself. I'm looking myself in the mirror because I know I'm one of those people who's lost my contact with my own mortality, who's living my life as though tomorrow's guaranteed, planning my life as though tomorrow, next week, next month, next year is going to come. And so I'm looking at myself more honestly, asking myself, if I know, if I really accept that I'm going to die, how would I live my life today? What, what more would I add to it? What would I take away from it? It's an important point to reflect on, one that I don't have a clear answer for, but I thought it would be important to invite all of you out there who are listening to consider this even more deeply. What is your relationship with death? Do you have an expectation that life is going to be there for you tomorrow? If you really checked in with yourself and asked if I accepted that tomorrow I might die, would that change the way that you lived your life right now? It's the age-old question. If you had 24 hours to live, how would you spend those 24 hours? And if any of us are saying that we would spend those 24 hours differently if we were going to live than if we were going to die, why? Why is it different? That's a good question. We'll leave it right there. And I look forward to seeing you when you come back next week for another Monday Morning Meditations.
Stay blessed. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Remember to go over to risingman.org slash brotherhood and get yourself registered in the brotherhood community today. I've had a lot of wonderful new men joining that community. Looking forward and excited to see that community growing. Please subscribe wherever you're listening to us on the podcast app of your choice, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening. Hit that subscribe button so you get the notification every time a new Rising Man episode drops. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man movement. So you can check out all the amazing content that we're putting up there as well. And please keep repping, showing everybody what Rising Man is all about in your way, waving that banner and showing up for Rising Man. Thank you so much for helping us keep this movement moving. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Uh.